This is episode 9 of the My Cigar Pack podcast, the Christmas special, and for this one, we're just talking about good cigars, Christmas, and having a good time. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned. This is it. This is episode 9, the Christmas special. This is episode 9, the Christmas special, and for some reason... For the occasion. Yeah, for some reason, when you said you were going to dress for the occasion, I thought you were actually getting some, like, holiday inspired <laughs> oh i i i got a gift uh with good timing i've got smoking um le patissier um pca release exclusive from crown heads which came along with this amazing hat that john sent over john my man i appreciate you and got love for you nothing else um thank you for always supporting what we do thank you for the amazing headwear always. It's pretty much all I wear. I mean, um, carve your own path, baby. CYOP, let's go. Red, yep. green, I'm in the spirit. Um, I will be drinking some some gin tonic instead of uh, eggnog because I don't have it here, but I did order it. Uh, I so, forgot uh, my drink. Oh, Shit. Snooze, you lose. What? I did bring a knife to cut my cigar with and I'll be smoking. This is an SEPR4 that I earned at survival school. <laughs> Quite proud of that. Proud of that. And I'll be smoking an unkind by Blackbird Cigar Company. So I, I have a question. Sure. Did you earn it by surviving? Because that's the whole point of survival school, right? Oh, yeah. L- l- let me show you. It says alumni. Let me show the people. As you can, well, it's kind of... Uh, right down there it says alumni so if you pass the survival course you get a knife so if you survive you get a knife if you die you die or you can quit too don't forget that you can uh, you can chicken out and quit and you won't get a knife you can so the cool thing you can tap out yeah you can and some people have i had a great group so no one tapped out of that one but the cool thing about this knife is that uh, not only is it like the alumni knife, but uh, it's designed by the instructor. Our instructor designed that knife. So it's really cool. Nice. CR4 stands for his initials, Patrick Rollins. I knew that. Great guy. Yeah, sure you did. <laughs> We're great guys there. What are you smoking again? Le Patissier. It's a PCA release by the Crown Heads. Um, I've had it a couple times before, but pretty sure most of the cigars that I've had were, um, when Miguel and, uh, John sent, sent them to me in the last couple of times. Cause we don't believe we're allowed to buy it since the PCA exclusive. And we did not go to PCA this year. It's my first time in nine, eight years. earlier this year sorry uh i didn't hear a word you said because this cigar blew me away with the first draw oh my god um can you define blew you away uh it 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 blew me away so hard it actually froze your stream so i actually couldn't hear a thing you were saying I saw I saw you froze on my end, so duh. 
Yeah. I saw that. That, um, that was the cigar. That oh, was the cigar. Yeah, man. It's so it's a PCA exclusive, and it's the first time I haven't attended to a PCA or as formerly known IPCBR in I think eight years. But I did go, as I was saying, to the uh, TPE, which was in Vegas. Um, so, you know, that took care of that. Next year we'll be at PCA. I haven't been to any of those, but I have written a lot for those, if you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. So listen, this is the Christmas special. Um, you know, this is the time where we uh, rejoice with a lot of booze, gifts, um, thankfulness, great food. Everybody gains a couple pounds, watch, uh, watches Christmas um, movies, sports, special games. Um, I always enjoyed watching Kobe on Christmas. That's that's gone. R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah. Um, so we'll just stick to football, regular programming. I'll be I'll be surfing for a little bit in the DR. So we're just shooting it just in case I don't have access to a to a to a nice little setup so we can record it. So we are actually recording this a couple days ahead of uh, Christmas week. So yeah, as uh, people see it, you're in DR. Yeah, exactly. Um, for all you non-believers, happy holidays. For all you believers, Merry Christmas. It's a great time to uh, all in all. Like we, we've been through uh, through a strange time. It's a great uh, opportunity to just be thankful. We've got, we have a we have too much to be thankful for, and a yep. hell of a lot more to complain about. So let's focus on one over the other for once and uh, just have a good time well said now speaking of the, the the holidays in general i mean regardless of what you believe in or how you celebrate these are times where most people are eating stuff they don't usually eat or in the frequency that they eat it throughout the year Drinking different things like eggnog, um, having certain cookies. What are certain cigars that you think are going to be great for people to smoke during the holidays, like during Christmas time, uh, weather-wise, uh, food-wise, beverage-wise? I've I've already got at least one in mind, just because it just it screams out these particular flavors. But I want to hear you what you say. Well, there's a reason I picked this cigar. And it's because it has a little bit of a gingerbread flavor to it that is so Christmassy. The yeah. colors don't don't make you think that this is the perfect Christmas cigar, but it is up there. It, it's got a lot of Christmassy flavors, if, uh, if I do say so myself. It's creamy. It's got dense, creamy smoke. So you got a little bit of eggnog. And the gingerbread aroma that you get, it's it's, it's a Man, it's good. Get the unkind. It's amazing. Nice. I was lucky to have this this very example in my uh, November pack. So good thing I have my cigar pack, huh? <laughs> Always comes in handy, for... huh? <laughs> shame, oh, shame, yeah. Shameless plug, huh? No shame. No shame. Proud plug. That's a proud plug. Um, yeah, I, I think 
I mean, along those lines, do do hunt for some cigars that, I mean, you're going to get gingerbread, you're going to get like pumpernickel kind of flavors, you're going to get um, pumpkin spice, all these flavors that really relate to what you're, I think, enhance that experience by smoking these cigars, because I'm pretty sure most of you will reduce and this is a big assumption. I don't really like to assume, you know, it makes an ass of you and me. And it's one of my golden rules. Don't make assumptions. But typically it is it is kind of like a rule of thumb. When it gets colder, people smoke less. You have less time to go outside, less time to move. You're spending more time indoors. Most people that, you know, um, live in our, our listeners uh, get enough cold that kind of it kind of hinders their access to to smoke i mean you got crazy dudes like Corey from the hot ticket and i don't know if chris does it but Corey has like a little outside tent like he literally just bought it just to smoke outside it's got like a heater thing he does it he works he gets his podcast on outside it's crazy but it you know in general people reduce so i i say take these golden opportunities and golden moments um they're they're more reduced so try to actually thrive on them with the particularity of the occasion you're eating stuff like all these gingerbread cookies these things that are more more prone to be you know uh spicy sweetness that yeah. uniquely flavored for the occasion um and find those notes in a cigar and try to try to enhance your experience with cigars that provide or according to us or any reviewer that you see um, but I have a cigar in mind. I have a particular cigar in mind. Um, Shoot it. I, I, I want to think of more, but for now, I want to think of the Patina Maduro. The Patina Maduro is just an unbelievable smoke, but it's got a very particular, um, it's got a very particular performance. It, 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 it has a, it has a very unique sweetness and I think that's why um, Cowrich from, um, you know, from, from, I think from September of, or October, right before, you know, the, the heightened point of uh, pumpkin spice season, uh, he, he told me that was the perfect cigar to, to, to match with, to pair with the pumpkin spice latte or anything pumpkin spiced and i couldn't agree more i think you know you take that and you pair it with other things that are you know natural or, or more prone to be eaten at, at this time of the year and then you i think you're going to get a great result so the patina maduro um it, it it's got these sweet notes that are very unique and but at the same time it's got like the, these kind of like burnt flavors like this hickory like very subtle hickory flavor um that pairs really well with you know potentially again gingerbread cookies um or any other you know chocolate like sweetness that you are inevitably going to indulge um during the holiday so that's my recommendation patina maduro yeah the, oh, there's no way there's no way people are gonna not experience the aromas at least right because because they might not eat it but they're they'll yeah. definitely they're definitely going to smell those those christmasy food aromas i guess i guess we can say that 
baked flavors is what we're going for here. Exactly. Yes, I like that. Baked flavors. Baked. I want to say kind of like baked spices. Um, you know, baked spices. Baked uh, like that. Maybe like a little bit of a sourdough, but very, very subtle at the same time because you get a little bit of a saltiness, salt, salty component to the to the profile. Uh, but enough, enough of that, man. Let's talk about um, some other things that are aligned with the holidays. So let's talk about gifts. Um, gift giving. Gift. I got giving. myself. A, I got myself a lot of gifts this year, and they're, they're mostly uh, work-related gifts. Uh, new microphone, new camera, new video card for the computer, uh, so I can uh, make these videos a lot more exciting and push them out quicker whole lot of that stuff and and if you know anything about the current market for video cards you know that they're golden right now it's really hard to find them at msrp uh they're super inflated in price man uh so i, I kind of over i didn't fortunately i didn't overpay too much for the one i got but man that was heavy not gonna lie that was heavy and uh i got my mom an audible subscription my brother nice. I got him some, yeah i got my brother some video games I got my a lot of digital uh, gifts here. I got my sister a Curiosity Stream subscription, and my dad. I actually haven't gotten him a gift yet uh, because I have to give him something physical. I know he really likes uh, things he can use tangible. I, yeah, something tangible. I don't know what to get him yet. I've gotten him all kinds of awesome gifts over the years that I kind of run out of ideas. I've given him travel humidors, Swiss army knives, watches, sunglasses, stuff like that. And he loves it. Uh, so, and I got my girlfriend some books. She loves to read. And uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm getting you, man. Probably a cigar or two. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need a cigar. You imagine that, I mean, one, you just, you just doomed yourself, man. As soon as this goes up, you're going to be targeted by, by Best Buy. Um, two, <laughs> two, um, I, you know, I wonder what would happen to the cigar industry if it would operate the same way that most markets do in terms of supply and demand. And, you know, it's a very touchy subject and I'm not going to get too deep into it. We're just going to briefly go over it. But what if manufacturers took a little bit of control on how their product is discounted? You know, imagine how supply and demand would regulate. Oh, dude, the patina that we were just talking about can't find yeah. it anywhere. So, you know, places where it's actually at, instead of going for the MSRP, $10 is going for 13 bucks. How great would it be to see that? And I'm not telling people like people should overpay for things or things should be more expensive for them, but how, how much more positively impactful would that be for every player, brick and mortars, online retailers, if these catalogs or these big companies wouldn't be able to discount product heavily. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just going to leave well, it at that. Yeah, it is touchy. It's all, it always has been. And price protection doesn't always work. So it doesn't exist anymore. Trust me. Yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely touchy. Uh, 
you know, I, I worked at La Aurora, so I know all about it. Uh, and, uh, well, I mean, it, it's exactly what happened with the video cards. I think what happens is that while we do live in an amazing free market system, that's one of the cons to it. The free market regulates itself despite all sorts of regulations, gentlemen's agreements, rules. You, 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 you got to give the devil his due and you can't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Love that. You got to keep saying that. I, you got to keep saying that. Love it. Throwing out the baby with the, with the bathwater. You can't do that. You can't do exactly. that. So, exactly. Yeah. D don't get throw rid of this awesome water, system. Yeah. Don't get rid of this awesome free market system just because it has these little quirks in it. Uh, we'll, we'll just deal with it because that's what we do best. Uh, survive. Absolutely. <laughs> and get knives as a reward. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so proud of owning this knife, man. I'm so proud. Uh, it, I mean, it was, it, it wasn't uh, pretty, a pretty straight, that's one of those knives or one of those things that you can own that has a story to it. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's what uh, pleases me most about it. And well, just walking into a segue to another topic. What's a cigar with a story for you? Like every time you see that cigar, you go back to one moment in, in your life at each and every single time. Does that exist for you? It does. It does. I, I want to say that there are quite a few actually, some that poise more significant than others, but I think every cigar is memorable to me um, more so before than before I got into the retailing aspect before, because now, even though the, each one is special and memorable, you know, I, I have to be trying different stuff, validating, creating stuff. Um, but I think I can, I can come up with a lot of, you know, names and, and like, I can tell you one, right off the bat, um, my first cigar, which was a uh, 2000 and early 2000s release, Florfina that my dad had in his humidor at the house that I lit up without him knowing. That's my first cigar. Um, the one of the TAA wow. box pressed, double box press from like, I wanna say 11, 12 years ago, it was my first box. Um, the agent room F55 that got number two cigar of the year after uh, a number one Cuban that year, which was essentially a number one cigar for, for, um, Hochi and boutique lens when I was working with them, it was an unbelievable cigar with a ridiculous story behind it. The, um, the agent room quadro F50 Romeo Julieta made the year after that, um, in collaboration with Altidus, which was still one of my favorite cigars of all time. It's got to be in the top 10. It's memorable. I, st I still have a couple of bundles left. Um, Bandit, I only have like four or five. They, they heavily regulated the bands of those cigars, so I can only keep a few, but I have a bunch on Bandit in my house, my, my massive cabinet humidor. Dude, the first time I smoked the Tiger, just so many cigars. I, I think every one of them is, is memorable to me. Um, more so before than I had access to all these products that I have to constantly, and trust me, it did, you don't have to push me to do it. I'll happily smoke a lot of cigars just to make sure they're good, they're, they're 
they're running properly. They don't, they don't need any, any uh, maintenance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think every cigar to me is I look at a cigar. If I open up, you know, I've got a humidor here. We've got a humidor there. I got a bunch of boxes. I have this whole cabinet here is just full of cigars in there. If I grab, blindly grab a couple cigars and I'll tell you a very punctual story of the first time I smoked that cigar or why I was drawn to smoke that cigar. So I'm very, I romanticize the experience a lot. I never, that's why when I smoke cigars, I have to, you know, I take a picture for the moment, even if I don't post it, I embrace it. Um, You know, I have a moment with my cigar. So I think every, every moment is memorable, unless it's an unbanded cigar. And even then, like I'll try to do it unbanded. I'll smoke an unbanded factory direct just to not think of it. And I think that's, one of the pillars behind factory direct smoke something that you know you can trust your supplier that is good without having to think of it but at the same time man even even the first time i grabbed my like my five pack a fresh five pack of a factory direct i know the story behind it i relate with that i, I romanticize the process so there you have it huh you didn't expect such a complex answer huh that was a great answer because mine's <laughs> a, a bit shorter uh <laughs> Two cigars, two cigars that I'll never forget. One, Quesada uh, Barber Pole. First cigar I ever bought. Yep. Yes. First cigar I ever bought. I had never seen a barber pole before. Uh, I was just turned 18, I think. And I was buying a couple of cigars that I was going to share with my dad. And that honor goes to Quesada. Yeah. So, blended by hostos, cigar I ever by bought. the way. Blended by hostos, and No way. It was Half Wheel's number one cigar of the year. I didn't care about any of that at the time, but that makes it so much better now. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's that's really cool. So yeah, Quesada uh, Barber Pole. That was the first cigar I ever bought, and the first box I ever bought was while I was working at La Aurora. I was using one of those uh, employee privileges, and I bought the La Aurora Barrel Aged, which has been long discontinued by now but is such a good cigar. The barrel aged, but not the one by Carl Malone. No, no, no. The Laurora barrel aged. Yeah, yeah. Barrel aged. Yep. And uh, that one uses a Corojo Oscuro wrapper, and that's the reason they discontinued it. They don't deal with Corojo Oscuro anymore over there. And uh, it has a lot of sweet notes because the Laurora ages all their filler tobaccos and barrels but they don't do it for the wrappers. And that one had every single leaf aged in a, in a rum barrel. And you can really get that. You can get those roasted woody aromas and a touch of the sugar from the rum, uh, from the sugar cane, which isn't supposed to be there. But I mean, you have these leaves sitting there for a long time and you get those notes. So, Oh, you uh, do. I you absolutely do. Yeah. And uh, I think that was uh a really special one just because it was the first cigar box I ever bought. And I like the cigar a lot too. Uh, it's a shame they don't make it anymore, but the industry is the way it is supply and demand. Not a lot of people were looking for that cigar, so they couldn't justify keeping it up. But man, if I, if I will say that I miss like, what, what's your favorite discontinued cigar? Yeah. Let's just say that. What's your favorite discontinued cigar? Tough question. The F55, the Adrian Quattro F55 is definitely up there. Um, there's one LFD 
Cameroon cabinet selection. Ooh. There is, there's a few, there's a few discontinued cigars that, I mean, they hit home. And I mean, it, whether it be because of, you know, lack of um, access to tobacco or whatever, they'll, they'll make a, they'll make a return one way or the other through a different brand or a different branding or, you know, it's uh it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time that, you know, the, or maybe there's not an intentionality behind getting those back, yeah. but in some way, shape or form, they'll, they'll make a comeback. That faith. I, I find your lack, your, your presence of faith encouraging. I twisted <laughs> Darth Vader's words a little bit. For those who watch Star Wars, you've got that reference. Uh, those who don't, yeah. nothing to see. You'll have time this ho- these holidays. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I'm not even sure which movie that was that was from, but I grew up watching Star Wars with my dad a lot, so I, I get it. You know, uh, yeah, it, it's it's a lot. I think when I think Christmas, I think about spending time with my family. Ultimately, and yeah, me too. Yeah, that, my mother's that's... birthday is right after Christmas, so um, my Christmas holidays are very, very familiar like very, you know, family oriented to me. So I'm, I'm with my family all throughout, you know, Christmas, the time between Christmas and New Year's and through New Year's. I'm very family oriented uh, in general, but, but yeah, same, 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 my man. Well, what are your plans? You said you were going to the beach, spending uh, Christmas here in the DR. For New Year's, I'm actually going on a hike with my dad, which is oh, strange because, yeah, I'm usually the one inviting people to uh, to go on uh, on these uh, fun adventures. But this time around, it was my dad. Uh, he said, hey, you want to come to Valle del Tatero? That translates to Boobsman Valley. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's where we're headed. We're going to spend a couple nights there, and it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, that's That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I usually, great. I usually have a knife for everyone I bring on a hike with me. Uh, see if I can reach one real quick. If I have it within reach, uh, never mind. I don't see it. Uh, but I buy these open L's, these French-made folding knives that are really practical. They're not intimidating, so anyone can own them without feeling like uh, they've got a, a weapon on them, uh, which is a huge concern for people, which I understand. Uh, so I usually have like five of those at the ready uh, for anyone who wants to come on a hiking trip with me and I'll just hand them over. Only two people have had the honor of earning their open L's. Uh, my uncle and an old friend. That's it. And I've got five waiting for waiting to be owned. So and people That's awesome. don't expect it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to drag you on a hike uh, eventually. I told you. Uh, I told you. I mean, let's do it in uh, in February. Let's do it. Um, Let's do it. For ProScar time, sort of. Awesome. I'll probably be there for a good couple of weeks, early February until after ProScar. You can count on uh, on it not being an easy one. I'll take you to a difficult hike because I think you can handle it. I'm up for the challenge. Yeah. Uh, what I'm not going to take you to the most dangerous one I've been through. Uh, which was Loma del Escondido in, yeah. uh, in, in uh, 
in San Jose de las Matas. You get you, you people ride bikes there though, no? No, no, sorry, I, I made a mistake. Wrong province. But no, El Escondido is actually a forgotten trail. You the, the trail the, the the thing that makes it difficult is that not only is it on a cliffside for for the most part, so it's really dangerous. It's not difficult in the sense of oh, this is a long trail. I'm tired. It's difficult in the sense of if I misstep or I make a mistake, I'm falling 200 feet down or worse. So it's sounds inviting, but it's going to be, you know, kind of a hard no for me right now. I want to I want to stay alive. So take me to a challenging one, but one that certainly is going to keep, keep right. me alive. But you know what? I'm actually not afraid of, uh, of uh, potentially dying. So we could also do that. I'm okay with that. Well, I didn't die. So. And, I, and I go by the name, and I go by the name of can't get right. So take what you <laughs> will. Uh, yeah, that, that used to be a battlefield, actually, uh, El Escondido. So when... Uh, Sounds like Camano, a place in Oaxaca. Well, it's in the south of the country. So you see Valle Nuevo? Yeah. Right? So south of Valle Nuevo, those mountains continue. And uh, Camaño, uh, when he was gorilla in in the woods some dominican history for you guys uh he actually had a few encounters with the dominican army against the dominican army uh in those hills and the locals there were telling us all about it when they, they were teenagers when it happened they were fetching the cows in the hills because they don't have pastures they have their 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 livestock living in the hills uh and the yeah, so, so that, that's, that's something that makes it dangerous, too. There's cows there, and cows kill more people than sharks, by the way. Uh, so there's a lot of cows in that trail, and there's no trails in that trail, should I say. So you, you have to have your navigation skills be on point. And, yeah, they told us that they were fetching the cows, and the soldiers were telling them not to go there because there were rebels there. And, oh, man, the stories were really good. Uh, but... That, that has to be something for another time because I'll take up all the time in this podcast. Uh, but yeah, oh, so much fun. <laughs> sounds like, sounds like uh, good fun. We'll plan for it, man, for sure. Yeah. Mac, any last words that you want to wanna provide lovely oh, listeners yes. of the My Cigar Pack podcast? Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us on the, this audacious, daring quest that starting a podcast is and obviously the most important thing behind any podcast is the people listening to it because why would we be here if it weren't for your enjoyment and that's it merry christmas uh, happy holidays rock on enjoy life absolutely um if you don't think of uh this this uh particular time of the year to go out of your ways and do something nicer than you usually do we uh we uh, inspire you to do something nice, uh, you know, and try to carry that throughout the rest of the year. Everybody, and by that I mean the five listeners, thank you for listening to the My Scar Pack podcast. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy New Year's, everything all together. Um, it's, uh, it's very rewarding to have a platform like this that we can, you know, hop on and talk about things that we think are relevant to our listeners and receive feedback from all of you. 
again, thank you so much for listening and supporting and share this episode, subscribe, do what you got to do to keep us coming up uh, in your timeline. So happy holidays, everybody. Peace. Hey guys, it's Alex. And if you enjoyed this episode or any other one from the podcast, check out our websites, mycigarpack.com and cigaryard.com, where we provide the most dynamic cigar subscription service in the market by collecting the world's best cigars and delivering them to your door and a enhanced online shopping experience when buying your cigars or learning from the culture. Subscribe to this channel, share it with your friends and family, and would love to hear your thoughts. You can contact us through our websites, Check it out, mycigarpack.com and cigaryear.com, our YouTube channel, the podcast. It's all an ecosystem. See you soon.